Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing? I am doing good. That's good. It's a good good. morning today. Yeah. It's going to be a nice day today. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting some spring weather here in the wintertime, you know, and it's a Friday. Normally, they trick us and give us the good weather during the week where we Mm -hmm. can't really enjoy it, so I'm definitely looking forward to... uh, at least today. I think this week, the rest of the weekend is going to be kind of rainy in and out, cloudy. But today's supposed to be a nice day. So definitely looking forward to it. You got any plans for today? I do. So I have to go and I'm providing lunch for um, one of my AB work uh, contracts today. So okay, going to go there, have some fun at the brewery. Okay. You know? And yeah, I like breweries. I, I'm not a beer fan, so it doesn't, it, it'll be fun, but I don't. Don't You're not going to partake. No. Yeah, I got I don't you. drink beer or wine. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I'm going to, um, I am going to, oh, I'm doing renovations on one of my um, units. And so we're almost at the end of finishing that. Okay. So I'm going to go in and check on that, look at, look and see if everything's pretty much ready so I can go ahead and start um, marketing it to get a renter in there. Okay. So yeah, that's I'm exciting about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect time, top of the year too. You know, mm-hmm. folks are probably looking to make a change, so you should be able to definitely easily find someone uh, to rent yeah. the uh, the unit. What's your What are you renting it for? Um, I don't know yet. Okay, I'm I'm contemplating. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm gonna um ask the agent to kind of look and see what the the going rate is going rate is in that area. Okay. Um, because the last time I did a rent analysis was in May. Okay. When I had the appraisal done on the property. Okay. So since then, I just kind of want to get a feel for what the rents are. Yeah. You know, now. And then, of course, now that that property is fully renovated with, like, new everything. I got new flooring, um, new paint. I gutted out the bathroom. Okay. Um, Pretty much took everything out of there. And everything else in there is new. Okay. Um, New appliances. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you should definitely... Yeah, I definitely would look at seeing what you can get now. Mm-hmm. And you'd obviously probably want to err towards the higher amount because you're probably going to get like a range of what the going rates are for. Oh, of course. So, yeah, yeah, I would definitely probably look at towards the higher end with all those different things that you've done to the property. Exactly. Yeah, so that's cool. And then outside of that, just probably go outside with the kids. My son got a bike for uh, Christmas. So okay. That's yeah, cool. I'll do that. Go outside. I know they. we were supposed to go out yesterday, but then my son fell asleep. So I took advantage <laughs> and went and... Like, looked at venues for my daughter's birthday so we can do, like, a birthday dinner, so. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, I know, like I said, for me today, we'll probably go, I know the kids were talking about going and wanting to get some ice cream, so I know that's something okay. that we'll do is go grab some ice cream, and then, like you said, probably just do something outside, uh, maybe go to a park, you know, maybe just go, maybe even Mount Trashmore, I don't know, I think that's. A lot of people are probably going to try to go there, so I try to go to places where it's not, like, overly crowded, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's also, I know it's a nice day, so I know a lot of folks are going to be trying to do certain things like that, and especially with the kids being out of school. This is one of the last, like, regular days, you know, that the kids are out of school until they go back. Yeah. Um, but speaking of that, my kids, um, so they've been out, this is now the second week that they've been out of school, mm-hmm. and so it's been, I mean, they've been, they've been fine. I mean, it's been a little bit of a struggle with them being at the house, I mean, um, Brooke, my wife, she she holds the fort down when it comes to dealing with them, and I'm kind of like in and out because I'm working, um, you know, throughout the week. But um, we got an email the other day 
that a pipe burst in the school and they're going to have to be out in an additional week. Mm. So, yeah, they're, you know, they're having to obviously scramble, find contractors to fix the issue. And then um, that's when they open the school back up. So they gave a tentative date around like January 9th, January 10th. Mm. So Brooke and I seen that email. He was like, man, like we got a whole nother <laughs> week with these jokers in the career running around, eating up everything and, you know, just going, you know, going crazy or whatnot and fighting each other and stuff. So we'll, uh, you know, pray for us on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh. Yeah, for sure. My kid's <laughs> been home for the last week well actually they got out last wednesday yeah it's like a week and, and a half then. yeah it's been yeah. a week and a half for two of them okay but then my baby boy he didn't get out until friday and so they all been home this week and okay. i'm ready how's that been all the rest of you got three so mm-hmm. well it's fine i mean i have an older kid so she kind of yeah, kind of helps mellow yeah, everything out yeah. she helps out you yeah. know to the best of her ability so yeah I mean, it's it's fine. I got a in-home babysitter when I want, you know. That's like, got to be a luxury. I can't wait till I get there, man. Oh Jeez. yeah, it's definitely a luxury. Because <laughs> if I need to do something, I just do what I have to do. Now I know they cost though. They they're probably gonna want to get paid when they babysit. Exactly. And then they also at that age now where they're probably like into different more things, so things cost more money than like if my son or daughter who's four and two want something. If you got a thirteen, fourteen year old kid. You know, their things, the shoes going to cost more, clothes going to cost more. They eat more because they're bigger. They're growing, you know. So, yeah. She, and they, they end the stuff. She you know. eat like a man. <laughs> Her foot is bigger than mine. That's <laughs> what they had that movie called, Think Like a Man. So, she eat like a man. She eat like a man. <laughs> okay. Her feet are bigger than mine, which I'm so happy because she can't wear my shoes because they're too... They're too small well, I thought that would be a good thing, though. If she can wear your shoes, and that's, like, less shoes that you got to, like, if you buy one she shoe. She is rough on shoes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I remember I used to do Absolutely yeah, that's not. True. That's true. That's true. And I got a lot of pair of shoes, and I got some nice ones. Yeah. My kids, you know, I got a good shoe game. Okay. That's one thing I do got. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't want her in my shoes. <laughs> I got you. So how, how was um, your Christmas? Because we haven't recorded since before Christmas. Um, so what did, uh, what did you guys do during the holiday? Man, so I'm trying to think what do we do because it feel like it's been ages ago, right? It do, it do, it do. Even though it was just last weekend, it was just last weekend, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it felt it was it felt, a blur. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, what was it? Okay, Christmas was on Sunday, so yeah. That Christmas Eve, I pretty much cooked, and I made um practically everything that you would traditionally make on Thanksgiving because this Thanksgiving I didn't cook. We went up to my cousin's house. Okay. So I went ahead and cooked and um, I made like fried chicken. I made um, uh, like a ham. I made greens, macaroni. I made candy yams and I made um, uh, what's one more thing I made? I can't remember. Uh, Oh, cornbread. That's what I made. Okay. Yeah, look, cornbread. So, yeah, yeah. My kids, they, man. Tore corn, up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I always drizzle honey on top of my cornbread, so it oh. just, yeah, they okay. love that. That's a nice little touch. Yeah. So, yeah. we cooked. I cooked. Got that out the way. And then Thursday, that, um, I don't know if I say Thursday, but thanks, um, Christmas Eve, we always open up one gift. Okay. And then that's the night that we put on our Christmas pajamas. Okay. Take pictures and stuff like that. And then that night is actually when I wrap wrap presents and I put them under the tree as if Santa came. Okay. We put out the milk. I ain't have any cookies. Well, hold on, hold so on. We did. You said if Santa came, you mean Santa did come, right? I mean, 
Oh. I hope ain't no kids listening to this. But, uh, <laughs> okay. I am Santa. You are Santa. <laughs> You're the jolly good fella. <laughs> yes. Okay. I am the true and one and only Santa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at, at my so, house. <laughs> so question, question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you get back into that. But when did you? Was it like a certain period? Because I know for myself, there was a certain time when I found out that you know. Santa wasn't who I thought he was. Right. So mm-hmm. was there a time that it actually happened or did it ever, were you always, when you were growing up, was it always like you know, that your parents never painted as it was a Santa or? Nah, I mean, yes and no. So my household was different because you got to remember my mom was American, my dad was Eritrean. Correct. So my dad, he, I, I don't, I wouldn't say he didn't celebrate Christmas, but yeah. the, the presence aspect of it, he used to just be like, what do you want? Okay. <laughs> and up. so and so then when I would get it, he'd be like, "Here, nobody did. I did the wrapping." <laughs> like oh, you got your own gift? Yes. Oh, wow. I used to wrap my own gifts, put them under the tree, and then open them up and act like I was surprised. Oh my gosh! Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally different from how I was brought. So up. it wasn't yeah. like I didn't get anything. It's yeah. just that they weren't. They didn't really care to like. The only time I remember being surprised, like ultimately surprised was when I got, like, big stuff. Like, and to me, cell phone was big because I was only in, like, the fourth grade. So that was... You had a cell phone in the fourth grade? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wow. was young. I had, I had the I didn't old get a cell school phone Nokia. That... Look, I didn't even know how to work the cell phone. I used to power it all the way down and <laughs> off. And it used to be like, Dad, why ain't nobody calling me? Because your phone, you turned the whole off. phone off. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I didn't get a cell phone computer. until my senior year in high school. And you got one in the fourth grade? Mm-hmm. Good yeah, because yeah, I was a, I, I used to be out, like, riding my bike every... I did, too. My parents was like, oh, no, my, my No, my dad was like, look. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, before that, we had pagers. And so, yeah. it was kind of like, if I was out riding, and I, I wouldn't be able to call until I got to somebody's house. True. So, then they were sense. like, here, you take this phone. <laughs> my parents did have me do that. When I would go to somebody's house, ride my bike, they would have me call, let them know. Yeah, so, you know yeah. I mean? But then, you know, you, you go, like, after that, you get there. Once everybody link up, y'all riding Correct. for the rest of the day. I That's mean, true. when's the next phone, you know, that you're going to see? I mean, That's you true. out at the park. I mean, that was back in the day where you could leave the house and be gone for hours and parents didn't question it. Yeah, so, that's true, that's true. So let, me, um, let me, so let me jump in there. So you never had that experience of, like, the whole Santa's thing. So for me. So I did. Oh, oh, you didn't let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. My bad. My so bad. when I got my phone, when I got my, my computer, because my dad got me a, a real computer. Okay. Before that, when he got me a typewriter. Okay. All the big purchases, yes, that was all surprise. Oh, that was all surprise. So any, they did the whole Santa thing. Like they yeah. Had, like, okay. Yeah, okay, it was like you. under When the you tree. said surprise, I didn't know. I thought you were saying you were surprised to get the gift. I didn't know they did like the whole presentation. Of the yeah, no, they didn't wrap it, but it was okay. under the tree. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and okay. then, um, but any clothes, shoes, toys, and stuff like that, I wasn't like, but by, by the time I got to, I don't know, second, third grade, toys wasn't really my thing. I like doing stuff outside. Yeah. yeah. I was, I, I was, well, let me go outside. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Go outside. Play football, play basketball. Okay. You know, that was my thing. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how it was for me. So, for me, I remember, you know, because um, you're, you were like the only child growing up, kind of, right? Pretty much, Pretty much yeah. Right? Okay. I mean, I have an older brother and an older sister. Okay. But... They're way older than me. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so like in the, at those younger times you described, yeah, it, it, was you, just it was me. just you. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. So mm-hmm. that's how it was for me. 
Uh, my I do have a younger sister. And it's eight. only on my mom's side. Gotcha. So my dad, I'm my dad's only child. Forgot about that. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Okay. So, for me, um, my parents did the whole you know the whole Santa thing. Like they, you know, had the cookies, had the milk. You know, they had a letter from Se- from Santa. Um, so it was like everything. So, but the thing the thing that made it tricky though, is my dad was active duty military, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some like he was there most of the time. But there were some Christmases where he wasn't there, mm-hmm. right? And so um, I remember one year, it was because I remember my mom was pregnant with my sister. So me and my sister, I just have one sibling. We're eight years apart. So I remember um, we lived in an apartment at this time. We had just moved to Virginia. To Virginia, I was mm-hmm. like, I think, I, like I said, I was eight years old. And my mom was like full-blown pregnant with my sister. Like, you know, maybe five, six months pregnant, right? So she was showing, like, it was... She was starting to struggle to do your normal stuff, right? So I remember um, my dad being gone. He was deployed. And the apartment that we had was those apartments. You know how as soon as you open the door, there's, like, a f- like steps just go straight up. And then, like, you're actually on, like, the living spaces upstairs on the second floor. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. But we were on in an apartment building where there was a first floor and a second floor. So we lived on the second floor. So as soon as you open our door, we had to go up steps. And then that's where our apartment began, like where everything was. So that Christmas, I got a, a bike for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, man, like Santa hooked me up, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, because up until that point, it was always Santa, 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 right? And so I remember... Like, you know, obviously riding that bike around the neighborhood and telling all my friends, like, hey, yeah, this is what I got from Santa, Christmas, you know, whatever, whatever. And they were like, you know Santa's not real, Brian. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> they were like, yeah, your parents do that. Like, I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, my dad is, like, deployed and my mom is full-blown pregnant. How is she at night going to sneak this big bike into the house and I'm, I don't hear anything. Like, that's impossible. <laughs> and so, like, I remember we were just having this conversation or whatever. So I remember that same day, one of my buddies, his, his name was Michael. I, I ain't going to say his last name, but his name was Michael. I'll never forget it. Um, he was one of my good friends in my first grade class. He um, he came to the house and then, like, after, so we were just kind of talking or whatever, and my mom, like, came over into the, the room that we were in and then he was like, "Miss Royster, tell Brian that Santa Claus isn't real." And he was, I seen the look on my mom's face. She was just like, she saw a ghost, and so she tried to like play it off, like, "What are you talking about?" Blah blah blah. But you know, you know your mom, you know your parents, right? So I remember after he ended up leaving, we ended up playing longer, or whatever. We ended up the conversation. My mom shifted the conversation or whatever. And after the conversation, or after he left. Uh, me and my mom had a conversation and she kind of like explained to me the whole situation or whatever. That and so I was funny. like, wow. So it, it wasn't like a heartbreak. I'm kind of like, dang, like, you know, I was like, you know, that whole figure that I thought, but yeah. I just never forgot that. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like, how did I, how would this happen? And then she explained to me how the bike got there and all that. Cause the neighbor helped her put it like in like this little shed room, like this little area that's off of our, we had like a little deck area. So all she had to do was like, when I went to sleep, like take it out of this deck and like put it right by the tree, yeah. you know? And so she like, she, they did that when I was at school one day and all this or that whatever. That is so, funny. Yeah. So that, that was how I got, you know, told that, you know, you know, that she was the jolly good fellow. So. Well. Or her and my dad were. So my, my oldest, I was able to. Man, ride Santa for a long time. Like, <laughs> but my oldest, she's she's very, I don't know, I don't know. What would you call yourself? Believing in Santa at that age, like, 
I don't know. She Which, just she was just older, still believing in Santa. Gotcha. And I just was rolling with it. Now my so, my seven year old, mm-hmm. she knew it wasn't no Santa like two years ago. <laughs> okay, so when she was like five, four, yeah, five. she yeah. started questioning like, yeah. So you telling me like yeah. she she was the kid that was like, so mom, you telling me that you about to let this man in your house? <laughs> <laughs> She was just so, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. was. Just, so then, what I had to do was, is I yeah, had kids. To, kids now aren't as. There's. I mean, nah. I go say like I, they're innocent still because they're kids. But like, I think there was a lot more naiveness of our our go. age That's growing good, up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just like whatever you were told, you just went with. You yeah. didn't question really nah. anything. My but now you're right. I think it's. Everything. I think it's like the internet, social media. It's just a lot more going on. A lot more being thrown at them. And there's a lot more questions that are now being asked because of that. I think it was just yeah. a little bit like whatever you had, you know, whatever your kids, whatever you gave to your kids, that's all they knew. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you know, so, yeah, yeah. That, that's so funny. She, she stopped, so then I somehow was able to convince her that there was a Santa, but some of the gifts come from me. So now gotcha. when I label gifts, I have to label some from, from Santa, Santa some from, but the majority of them from us. So yeah. then she can understand, like, okay, Santa, because what, what, what happened was <laughs> she, she made a list. Mm-hmm. And my seven-year-old, she's real smart. She, okay. She's been able to read and write for a while now. So she made this list, and she kept the list. Mm-hmm. And, and she gave it to me and somehow took it back because I had probably set it down or something okay. like that. Uh-huh. So then when Christmas came, she was like, Santa's not real because he didn't even get me what's on the list. Mm. You see all the things on the list? Uh. He only got one thing off the list. He's uh. not real type oh, wow. of thing. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so I was like, well, Santa doesn't get everything. Mm. He mm-hmm. only gets some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had to play it off. But she, she's something different. Yeah. So I had she's to. She's on a whole nother level in her own. She's gotcha. so smart, I call her a robot. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, um, like, like I said, I was told at the age eight. But then my parents, they still played Santa for my sister. So then you got to think about it. My, like you said, like the clock started all over again. So oh, yeah. like when I when when, when uh, my sister was born, you know, she was coming up. She's three, four, and five years old. At this time, I'm 11, 12, 13. I'm knowing what it is. Yeah. But we had to kind of like, I had to play into the whole That's thing. You know what I'm saying? So she was, helped me wrap gifts. Yeah, yeah. I used to help with stuff too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then I would also, I could only help but so much because like my sister looked like, she was like, oh, Brian, let's go to sleep. Let's do this. So it was just like, you know, so I had to like do that whole process with her still. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like the anticipation of what's going to, you know, and oh, saying yeah. all that. We did the same thing. So everybody know? went to their rooms like they would on a normal night and go yeah. to sleep. But then my daughter came out and came into my room and we just had the doors closed. Gotcha. So she didn't even know that the oldest had left the room. Gotcha. Gotcha. She, had, she, she didn't even have a clue. Gotcha. And then my son, he primarily sleeps with me. So I let yeah. him fall asleep in my bed. Uh-huh. Then I carried him over to my daughter's room okay and then i brought him back once we got through wrapping everything so he could wake up like normal because he would have woke up like why What's am going i on? in here yeah. 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 yeah yeah so but let's get back get back to what, what you did for the holiday i know i know we kind of went over a different direction yeah, yeah. so cooked like i said that mm-hmm. night um we opened up a gift did i did pictures did christmas pajamas and then my kids <laughs> they were some ogs they wake up to like almost eight o'clock in the morning on christmas day so we got up you know, even later than anticipated because I thought they were going to get up real early. Okay. They did not. So then we woke up, opened up gifts, and then pretty much just played with the gifts all day. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. That's all. Like just putting them together. Yeah. Um, I didn't have batteries for everything, so I think the, after, the yeah, day after Christmas. Yeah, that's always the one thing that, you know, people forget yeah. is batteries. Yeah, I've had that happen to So I had before. to go get batteries, which was hectic because I couldn't find any. Yeah, yeah, people hit those but, quick. But uh, 
I ended up finding them last minute. But yeah, that's all I did for Christmas, and then just trying. Now I'm trying to clean. Okay. And get ready for New Year's. Take all my my stuff down. Okay. Um, before New Year's. Okay. Cool. Cool. What yeah. did you What did y'all end up doing? Um, that week earlier in the week of Christmas, we um we took the kids. They there was like a cookies and milk uh thing that you could do with Santa because we're still you know into that letting the kids believe Santa is going on right now. So um that was pretty cool. It was uh I think it was Tuesday night that that Tuesday. Uh, we went up to the Founders Inn, and um, they had, like, Santa, like, talk to the kids. And it was a whole, it was probably, like, maybe 40, 50 families there. It was a oh, lot of people. And we all, shoot. you're supposed to bring your own blanket. The kids dress up in their pajamas. And so we sit there and listen to Santa kind of talk about stuff. And then um, at the end, you get to take pictures with Santa. So that was pretty cool. And like I said, they gave us, like, you know, cookies and milk for, for How did you family. find this? Man, Brooke. So she's okay. literally... When it comes to like anything to try to like get out and do for the kids, like she's on it. Like she, uh, there was a list that she showed me of like thirty to forty things that were going on in Hampton Roads, and we were like, let's try to find one that the kids would like to do that was close to kind of where we live. And this was Shoot. like perfect. But it was, I mean, anytime just like stuff that's like you know, hot Christmas, Thanksgiving stuff. Like she's always looking at trying to find outside things to put the kids in, and so that's what she found. But it was cool, Mike. We end up telling um. My boy Sherm, one of my neighbors, um, so him and his wife and daughter, could have a young daughter that's the same age as my son. He's She's about to be four. She's three, getting ready to turn four. Um, they came as well, so we kind of, you know, was able to kind of chop it up with them during the, uh, you know, during the whole festivities part. So that was cool. Um, the Friday, that weekend of Christmas, the same person I mentioned to you, my boy Sherm, his, um, he, he normally has a Christmas party at his house, like an adult Christmas party. So, um, and my other buddy, Shao, who lives in our neighborhood, his daughters typically, and Sherman's daughters, because they have teenage daughters and actually college daughters, adult daughters, mm-hmm. that um, watch the wait. kids. <laughs> yeah, they watch the kids. So, like, all they basically will either have them camp out at either our house or at uh, Shalomar's house. And so it was like eight of them all watching the younger kids. And we ordered, you know, had pizzas for them and all that or whatever. And then we ended up. Um, you know, we, had, we ended up having the Christmas party. That was cool. Like, it's always a good time going to Sherm's house. You know, they have um, his wife. She's an AKA. And so she has, like, you know, sometimes her sorority girl friends come with their mm-hmm. husbands. And so the guys will chop it up and, you know, kind of kick it in the back. And the girls, they'll sit there, you know, and chop it up. And we have drinks and food and everything. So that was pretty cool um, that Friday. The sucky part about it, though, is um, I'm not sure if it was there or before there. Brooke, she started not feeling good on Christmas Eve, and so she had, we think it's like food poisoning, because we had some pizza that night, so I'm thinking that she came down with some type of food poison or a virus, um, you know, from what we had that previous day, or just being around people, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, but she wasn't feeling good Christmas Eve, and so Christmas Christmas Eve this year, we went to my parents' house, Um, so they had a whole bunch of food, my mom makes her her uh, world-famous lasagna on Christmas pretty much every single year. So she made a big thing of it. Um, we had, like, other food, like, kind of like a potluck style, like lumpia, pancit, um, chicken, you know, just all, you know, just a whole bunch of people, the normal food that people normally like to eat or whatever around the holiday time frame. Um, so we was at my parents' house on Saturday, which was Christmas Eve, came home. Uh, like I said, Brooke wasn't feeling too well. And then we did the next morning, obviously, it was Christmas Day, so we did the whole, you know, gifts under the tree and the kids loved it. and then you know we start putting gifts together and around that around early that day i started not feeling good so i think whatever brooke came down with i came down with 
um, on Christmas Day. So I kind of laid down and kind of relaxed most of Christmas, um, you know, on Christmas Day or whatnot. So, I mean, it was cool, though. The kid, It was all about the kids. The kids got a whole bunch of great gifts. We told, we said we were going to um, just buy three gifts for each kid, for each child, um, because we knew how the grandparents and aunts and uncles and everybody spoiled the kids, you know, and they were spoiled. I mean, they got a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was cool stuff that I'm still putting together and, you know, still playing with them, you know, as well. So it, it was cool. Christmas was really, uh, other than not feeling great um, on Christmas Day, uh, Christmas was uh, was really good this year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I forgot that I did go to a ball, too. Okay. I can't remember. It was it was a because when you said AKA, mm-hmm. it reminded me of the women who were skiing in the party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ski, ski. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we went. We had to get dressed up, and we went to a ball. It was a okay. um, the black and gold frat- uh, fraternity. I okay. Mean, um, what is it? What the what the guys call it? Is it fraternity, right? Yeah, you probably talking about alphas. Alpha. Alpha. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. yeah, alphas, kappas, Qs. Um, there's other couple of other ones as well. Those are like the main the main yeah. ones that I hear. But I think you're talking about the Alpha. Alphas were black. Yeah, they're yeah. the ones that got black. Yeah. yeah. So we went we went there. It was in um, downtown Norfolk. It was real nice. Okay. Real nice event. Um, it was a uh, like a ball. Like you had to dress up. Yeah. Yeah. Those um, are always good times. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. And then um, I finished my 15 day challenge. Okay. That's right. Uh, I remember you saying that you uh, two days. What was it? Two days after? No, the day after Christmas was day fifteen. Okay. No, two days after Christmas was day fifteen. So, did you really like do it like fifteen days? I did. Okay. I did. I did fifteen days straight. I even worked out on Christmas. I went for. Uh, oh, you worked out on Christmas too? I did. I went. In, oh, because um, it ended after Christmas. Then you said. Yeah, I, it ended after Christmas. So oh. on Christmas, I actually went for a a walk, a forty minute walk. Okay. Because I was. I obligated myself to do at least a thirty minute um exercise per day. So okay. on Christmas I went I went to the gym Christmas Eve that morning. Wow. Because the That's gym dedication. was open. Yeah. And then on Christmas, after you know, things settled down, I I went like once actually the sun came down mm-hmm. and I did like a forty minute walk in my neighborhood. And then of course I continued. I've actually worked out every day even after that till except for two day. I didn't okay. go to the gym. So yeah. That's what's up. And I'm down officially as of this morning. And when I weighed in, mm-hmm. I'm it's almost down to the ounce, nine pounds. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. In 15 days? Yep. That's almost a pound a day then. That's good. Uh, huh? So yeah. it's almost a pound a day, like as far as oh. nine days, <laughs> you know, nine pounds, 15 days. Would you ain't get, you know? Okay. No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So I was, um, I'm excited about that. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Keep it going. Hopefully, you know. It'll it'll keep trickling off. Are you gonna continue to and, go and every day, or are you gonna? With me eating, I did not eat good on Christmas or the day before Christmas. I ate my Christmas food that I cooked, but I continued to work out, and then I after Christmas, you know, got so back during, into the routine. So I probably could have lost a little bit more, maybe a pound or two more, if I hadn't uh, ate that fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> fried chicken was calling your name, wasn't it? It was. It was smelling good while I was cooking it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. So are you planning to still? go every day or are you going to try to like just break it up maybe a couple times a week um no i'm what? not going to go every day but i am okay. going to make it an effort to go as often as pop do as something possible. you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. if it if i don't go to the gym maybe like go for that 40 minute walk in my neighborhood or something like that like that's cool i want to be active and try to increase or boost my metabolism yeah because you know? unfortunately with our job 
um, you know, there's no manual labor, so we sit down a mm-hmm. lot um, or stand up, you know, depending on, you know, if you have, like, you know, the desk where you stand up or whatnot. But we're just, you know, we're not mobile while we're working, mm-hmm. so we don't kind of get to um, burn calories and, you know, and do that while we're working, you know, for real. So we have to actually be intentional about that. So I'm glad to hear that you're uh, you're doing that. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to – I'm trying to – I've been pretty steady um, – Really, honestly, for the last year, year and a half, because I gained some weight during the pandemic. I'm pretty sure most folks out there did as well when everyone was kind of locked into the house, couldn't go to the gym. Maybe they did some stuff at home. They were on top of it, but I was kind of lazy with it. Um, I had a treadmill, so I would do some running, you know, here and there. But, I mean, that wasn't still – it wasn't keeping up with what I was putting in my body, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been pretty consistent with it. So I'm trying to continue to – to do, to do my workout thing as well, and I like. It. I mean, you feel good when you when you feel good. What was the, the line that Dion said? He said, "When you feel good, you look good. You play good." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, you know, I think that can also um, be said for like the work environment. You know, if you look good, you feel good, you'll perform good. You yeah. know, perform well in your work environment. So, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's coming along. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do it, but stop my mindset. My mindset is like, yo, get your butt up. Yeah. And nah, go do something. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, too, um, right before the holiday, um, I want to give a shout-out to the World Cup this year. I think it was in uh, Qatar. Um, mm-hmm. And the final was uh, – the, the whole World Cup was good. It was filled with a whole bunch of upsets. And the World Cup, obviously, if people, folks don't know, it's, a, it's the biggest soccer tournament in the world. They have it every four years. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Olympics for soccer um, or for football, right? That's that's what they call it. Um but this year, <laughs> there's a joke about the World Cup and the best man holiday. That's pretty funny too. Oh, it is okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't checked that out, so I gotta check that out. But what? You don't. haven't checked out the best man holiday? Nah, I haven't. I have it's on my radar though. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check. It. Like I said, now with the kids home, man, and stuff, like it's it's t- it's difficult to watch things. And in the evening time, I've been still. It's so many foot, so much football that's been coming on because of the this year, the bowls games that are going on mm-hmm. now. I've been able to check it out, but I'm gonna definitely check it out here in the next week or so. But that, um, that's a that's a that's an African American classic. It is. Oh, it is. It <laughs> Take is. your black card in a minute. Nah, nah, you can't do that. I, I know all the movies, man. Classic lines, all of that. I just say I ain't got to it yet, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just adulting right now. So. Yeah. Um, but nah, the World Cup. It was uh, it was really really good. The championship, uh, the final had uh, France versus Argentina, um, and it was it was really good match, man. I mean, France uh, Argentina jumped out early. Uh, my guy Lionel Messi. He's my my favorite soccer player of all time. Um, he came out there, played very well. And then uh, Kalen Mbappe, he, uh, he's a brother, France, young guy, he's 23 years old. My man scored three goals. Like, he, he went crazy and brought um, France back, and they went to penalty kicks at the very end, and the goalie for Argentina stepped up, made a couple of uh, saves. And um, Argentina ended up winning, you know, and then it was crazy. I mean, there's a lot more that happened. So, wait, in it. is three a lot? Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's about average, I would say. Um, oh, well, three, no, three goals by one person in a match, that yeah. is a lot. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. typically okay. you'll be good if you get one goal in a match of one oh, person, okay. you know what I'm saying? So, to get three, they call it a hat trick. Um, so, to get three, that was very, very impressive, especially with them being down and it being needed. Sometimes when you're blowing a team out, somebody can may, you know, may get three goals, um, mm-hmm. Just because they're so superior than the other team, um, there's not much resistance there. But um, for someone in a, per, in a in a position that they were in when they were down and they needed their star player, which he is, uh, to step up, I mean, he came out and did it, man. And that was it was impressive, man. I was literally on the edge, like 
I was it, the, the game came on at nine and it ended like twelve thirty. For three hours, I was glued to the TV watching it because it was very good action and um, it was cool. It was cool. My my son was watching it with me too, so that was pretty cool. And he likes soccer, so um, just wanted to give a shout out to the World Cup. That was uh, it was it was really 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 one of the best final I've ever seen. And like I said, it only happens once every four years. So yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch it. My daughter did, but you know me, I didn't watch it. That's not my thing. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> she was into it too. She yeah. told me she used to watch it like during her like sixth period or something like that. Okay, she, during school. Yeah, yeah she would yeah. turn it on on yeah. her computer because yeah. you know nowadays you they you carry a laptop in school and that's, that's kind of like what you would, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish it was like it didn't get like it wasn't like that till like I was in college. Yeah, and they're like that in middle school. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Think about it. Yeah, very. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting ready. Actually, we will be getting ready to do her testing for high school to get into these different uh, programs. Soon, okay. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that is exciting. Can't, can't wait to see what. Because she starts high school next year, mm-hmm. next school year. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yep. That's yep. crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I know. I got a high schooler. Yeah. And I'm still 21. Look at that. 21? <laughs> Whoa. That, what did it say? The math ain't mathing on that one. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's a miracle right there. Yeah, I, that's what you want to call it? <laughs> okay. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, man. So um, I know that in the news there were some things that happened. Um, did you see what happened with the Tory Lanez trial and Meg Thee Stallion? Yeah, yeah, I did. So I haven't – I hadn't followed it, like really been looking and trying to like – you know, daily, see what yeah. was going on. But what I've been hearing, just because, like you said, when you scroll through, like, social media how, or... How has it... Did you talk to your sister about it? I didn't. No, what? I didn't. I She's didn't. A, she a whole attorney. I know. You didn't, you didn't like, get I, her insight well, on it? Well, my sister, like, man, she not really, like, I don't even think she probably know who them people are. I mean, well, it she, doesn't matter about knowing. It's, it's, it's the, the fact that, you know, the attorney, like... True. That's you true. Know, that's just true. Just the judicial... What is it called? Judicial part yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I didn't even I didn't even think about bringing it up to her um, at all, honestly, because I just know myself. She doesn't... I don't even think she knows who those folks are, so... Shoot, um, I barely know who Tory Lanez is. I know Meg, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know both of them because of their music. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I did see um, the, the trial, I guess you can say, like, as far as it looked like from all the people that I saw talking about mm-hmm. it, it looked like... Uh, Tory Lanez was gonna be found innocent, mm-hmm. and I know the verdict came out. I think it was right on Christmas Eve or the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah, it was, it was right like two days before. Yeah, Christmas. yeah, yeah. It was right, right around Christmas. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. And he was found guilty on all charges. Yeah. Uh, which kind of, I guess, based on the information that I had heard from people talking about it, it was mm-hmm. kind of a surprise to me because it seemed like it was just like a whole bunch of peculiarity. People, one person, they got three or four people saying totally different stories, and they in the same exact vicinity. So. It seemed like there just was some reasonable doubt there, mm-hmm. so I was kind of surprised by that. But I also did hear this morning. I don't know if you heard, because I literally heard it this morning when I was in the gym. I was kind of scrolling um, on Instagram. They, I guess, they leaked uh, Tory oh, Lanez's conversation, yeah, that he had with the girl. I watched that this morning too. Oh, you did? Okay. And so to the me, jail that was call. yeah, when he was on the jail phone. Yes. So to me, that joint, that was pretty incriminating because I, I felt like I remember when them talking about him saying that that call was because he was talking about he was messing with both girls or something like that. So that's what he was talking about, like he's sorry for. Yeah. But this call, I guess, you know, 
the one I heard, that one, what he was talking about. I mean, but he was he talking. Didn't, he didn't say. He what didn't specifically he did, say that, but he said, he "Man, he could have been sorry for a whole lot, though. He could have been." He sorry said he that was he, super drunk, yep. and you know, he was just talking about like I don't know. For me, you're right. Again, he didn't black and white say, "Hey, this is what it was." He could have been sorry for. Hitting, so it is. It is circum. You know? it, it is circumstantial yeah. information, but to me, as a man, like that to me. What I that conversation I heard sounded yep. like yeah like he <laughs> like he did something like what he's being on trial for and he's he was really sorry because he understood what he did was really really wrong yeah and we so, just don't know what he did you know what I mean that's, cor- correct that's correct. the only thing so correct correct so that and that of part course we weren't in the courtroom so it's kind of like exactly well, all this stuff is leaked but you could literally take snippets. Of what people say, yep. and make it sound like whatever. Make it you whatever want narrative it you wanted to say, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. So yeah, to answer your question. I didn't keep up with it, but then once, like I heard people talking about it because it just it was such a buzz topic. Um, but then I did see I did see the guilty verdict, and then like I said this morning, I did see or listen because they post they posted it, um, and it was like oh I got I got alerts and all that stuff for yeah. it, and um, I, I listened to it uh, this morning. I was like oh well, yeah, I mean if that if the juries did hear this, I mean I can. I can understand why they felt the way that they felt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, so because I I love a show that we watch in my house a lot is Dateline. Dateline is like one of my favorite shows to watch um, on NBC, and it just goes over like different. You know, there's different things that happen. You know, domestic wise or just in whatever, and it goes over the trial and it goes over like the findings and you know the different evidence that was found. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times, you know, sometimes they don't have exactly everything, but they have a lot of the you know pieces that line up to say, hey, I mean, this you know, he this person right. probably did this or whatever. So I like to kind of piece it together in my mind. I'm always like, okay, if I was a juror, what would I say in that situation? Would I say mm-hmm. guilty or innocent? And then once you find out what it is, I'm like, okay, I was pretty much thinking what they thought or whatever obviously it's a small condensed version of the information but you know it's always pretty cool um i would say now cool, i must but, say you know, that at least with the with the what i found or what i saw with the tory lane's trial was that they did not find any gun residue on him at all whatsoever yeah so i don't know how you can shoot someone and not have no residue on you at all i, I that part i didn't understand yeah um so that that I just wanted to say that because I was very confused as to how he yeah. shot her and you know I would I would like to know a little bit more about that you yeah. know because I'm pretty sure there's a lot missing um, in that statement yeah there yeah. must there must have been some type of but this was you know here or you know this is what we saw in addition to that that Correct. made them come up with that uh, conclusion. Correct. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, you guys know what we did in the past two weeks. <laughs> Christmas was definitely um, uh, fun-filled, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But now it's time for Exercise Your Knowledge. So for anybody who's been listening to our podcast, we always like to um, test your knowledge or exercise your knowledge. What we do is, is we ask you a question at the beginning of the segment, and then towards the end of the segment, we'll reveal the answer. But as we continue to talk, we want you to think about the answer to the question. See if you kind of know the answer. Keep it at the back of your mind. And then once we reveal the answer, just kind of double check your knowledge and make sure that you are on the same page with the answer and that you understand what um, the answer is. 
So today's exercise your knowledge question is, when the lender calculates your debt to income ratio, do we also consider your utility bills like your electric, your gas, your cell phone, and things like that? It's a good question. It's yeah. a real good question. I ain't going I don't I normally kind of mess it up sometimes mm -hmm. when I start thinking or not thinking but talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, now that's a really really good question. Um, you know, we'll definitely be able to expound upon that at the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this year we have um, talked since we've started. Uh, well, we started back in July. Mm -hmm. July 28th was yep. our very first episode of 2022. And we've gone over quite a few topics. And so this is kind of like the extended version of Exercise Your Knowledge because we want to go through some of those topics that we discussed um, all year long and just kind of see if you guys remember, you know, the answer to these questions. They're all mortgage-related for the most part. <laughs> but uh, we want to go through them and kind of just touch on them to kind of jog your memory if you have, if you did happen to uh, forget the answers. But the first topic in our very first episode, that was back when, you know, the rates had pretty much gotten to gotten into an all-time high. Yeah. And we were on the verge of thinking, well, is it a recession? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, we wanted to pretty much kind of define what a recession is. And so back then, we we get, we get revealed the answer, right? Yeah, yeah. So remember, recession is when you have two quarters um, where there's no GDP growth. So that's mm -hmm. gross domestic product. So um, they look at things in a quarterly basis when it comes to the growth of the economy. Mm -hmm. And if there's two consecutive quarters where that does not happen, um, that is the definition of a recession. And so mm -hmm. that was... That's what happened actually right around that time when we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so that was um, a heavy topic that was being spoken about. It hasn't really been spoken about as no, much recently, but we're in a recession. Some folks won't admit it. Some folks don't want to admit it. All the indications are there. Um, all the signs are there. Except for the unemployment. Yeah, except for the so unemployment it's, it's numbers. it's the high inflation. Correct. It, you're supposed to have high inflation, high unemployment rates, and what's the third one? Um job no no uh damn i forgot i forgot the third one yeah, yeah. there's another one yeah. let me see i have yeah. to go back and look at my notes but yeah there's three um and because the unemployment rates are not as um high as you know yeah now don't get me wrong though be. the recession that we're in i mean it is kind of self-imposed though i will say that i mean yeah. i don't want it to think that's why it's kind of like a weird space we're in where it's not mm -hmm. like a true you know, the, you know, everything's just kind of not, you know, not doing well. It's kind of something that's being forced to kind of fix some of the other uh, you know, issues that we have going on. So it's cool. I mean, we'll, that's correct. We'll, 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 we'll come back to yeah, that on another we'll come time. Back to that. Yeah. So then we also talked about um, the highs and lows of being a landlord. And yeah. boy, I can attest to this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this year I, I bought my first uh, duplex and uh, the highs are the income, obviously. Yeah. Right. You got to admit that there is, there's nothing like making money on something, you know, residually, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't have to really think about A it every income. month. Yep. yep. Passive income. It comes to me. I don't have to think about it too, too much. I pay my mortgage and I take a profit. Yep. Now, the, the low is the type of tenants that you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had tenant, my tenant, one of my tenants tell me, hey, I got into my cousin, auntie, baby's daddy's sister, 
and they had a key to my house, and now I need to rekey. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can rekey, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to stop you, but uh, you're going to use my locksmith, and you have to assume the fee. Because we don't rekey just because just <laughs> you feel like it's a sunny day in June. Because you got you, you got you got got into streets. it <laughs> with your auntie. What they say on Friday, my, my no, what was it? What was it Friday? What? My auntie, baby, daddy, sister, oh, cousin yeah, yeah, told yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It went down. I, I was trying to keep up with who. They, I'm sitting there trying to think. Okay, I'm not, remember not the girl? Remember I the girl with about? the braids? Yeah, 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 Friday, yeah. She, she got off the car. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the first joint. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Smokey was yeah. like, "What is going on?" <laughs> they say what I signed up for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember so, that. Yeah, that's 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 to me, you know, one of the yeah, things. Let, that's key, get, man. I, I will say this: little, it can get a little irritating because it, it's like, come it, on now, you can. really calling me to tell me you got into it with your cousin? It can. <laughs> I'll say this: luckily, all the properties that we have, I haven't had. There's one tenant in the duplex that we have, which I know you said you have a duplex, so mm-hmm. it's, I guess it maybe just be a duplex thing, a multi-unit <laughs> thing. One one tenant they have, you know, he's. He's funny, like he'll he's he has a certain way about going how he wanna do his thing. So I kinda just know how to deal with him. So I just kinda mm-hmm. got used to it, right? Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I mean, the tenants that we have, I mean we do a very good thorough I mean, you never know, but we do a good thorough upfront check on them. Um and all of them we've had have been long lasting tenants, you know what I mean? Because there's even yeah. times where like right now I could be charging a lot more money than what not a lot, but I can be charging more money than what I'm charging them to rent. But for me, the trade-off is like, hey, I never hear from them unless there's like something that's like, you know, the HVAC's not working, some major issue, and I could send somebody out to fix it. But I don't want to hear like stuff like that. I don't want to have those phone calls, those text messages. So for me, you know, hey, I could charge this person, you know, $1,200 a month, but may I charge them eleven fifty? you know what I'm saying? Or maybe like each year instead of going up, you know, $100 or $50, maybe this year I won't go up or I'll just go up $50 instead of $100 because I see the value in, you know, the relationship that we have, you know what I mean? And I think right. that sometimes, you know, you got to kind of look at it like that. I mean, again, it is business, but, you know, I, I've seen the return in doing and operating like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so um, following up with that, we talked about the difference between a down payment and closing costs. Yeah. I hope you guys remember that one because that's important, especially yeah. if you're, it doesn't matter if you're a first-time home buyer, if you purchased a home 10 years ago, five years ago, two months ago. Yeah. I hope that you know the difference between your down payment and your closing costs. Yeah, yeah. It's important to know that, you know, your down payment obviously is the money that you're putting down to acquire that mortgage or that loan. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're buying a home at a certain price, you know, you're putting money down that's going to be subtracted from, the you know, price. the sales price, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're buying a house at 300000 you're putting down 10000 your loan is going to start at two ninety. In most cases, there's some of the yeah. you know, scenarios that we've talked about before that has your loan start at a different number. But your down payment is money you're putting down on that sales price to purchase that home. And your closing costs are just the costs that are associated with the, the seller, yeah. you know, transferring that home to you and all the different, um, you know, things that have to happen, you know, for that to happen. So those are just those are the two differences when it comes to down payment and closing costs. That's correct. Yeah. The next thing we talked about was the gift of equity. Yeah. So right. if you're purchasing a property from someone in your family and you're you don't quite have the money for a down payment and they have equity in the property, they can pretty much take the equity that they have and gift it to you as a down payment. Yeah. To yeah. reduce what? 
that MI. Yeah, right? that mortgage insurance. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you can definitely get a gift of, of equity if you're looking to purchase a home from a family member. So the next topic we talked about was what is mortgage insurance? Look at that. Yeah, Ooh, led it, right it into went, the led other. right into it. Yeah, yeah. So mortgage insurance, you know, is obviously that's the money that is being charged to you if you're not putting down 20%, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for your non-VA loans, you know, that we're speaking of. So mm-hmm. if you're purchasing a home and you don't put down 20%, in most cases, uh, the lending institution or the financial institution is going to charge mortgage insurance because they feel like, hey, once you've put down 20%, you have enough skin in the game where we feel secure about the loan moving forward. If you put down less than 20%, then there is a little bit more of a risk that that lending institution is taking on versus you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, therefore, there's insurance that they charge. And it's not to your benefit. It's not insurance that protects the home. If something were to happen, that's homeowner's insurance. I know a lot of times they get confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mortgage insurance is just protecting the monies that the lending institution is lending out you know, for their investment into you and investing into the situation of that purchase for the, for the home that you're buying. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's important to know what that mortgage insurance is. Absolutely. And the, the gift of equity that you can get to eliminate that mortgage insurance. Correct. Um, so the next thing we talked about was the monthly payment and what's included in the monthly payment. So yeah. um, always remember PITI. Yep. Um, that's your principal interest. That's what the lender controls. Yep. Then there's your taxes and insurance. Taxes come from the city. Insurance comes from the um, insurance company of your choice. And then a couple additional um, payments that you could potentially pay is like your flood insurance or your homeowners ins- homeowners association uh, uh, fee. Yeah, so, or condo fee if it's a, or if condo, it's a condo fees, as well. Yeah. yeah. So those are different uh, things that you could pay towards uh, for your house for your new um, home, but for the most part, you're, you're paying your PITI. Yeah. So then we talked about uh, the adjustable rate versus the fixed rate. Yeah. Yeah, so adjustable rate is, you know, when you have a, a, a term, a certain smaller term than the full 30-year, that after that immediate term um, expires, then the rate can adjust to whatever the market is at that time, right? So most folks, when they're buying a home, the standard term is a 30-year loan. And so, you know, they'll have, if they're in a fixed rate, they'll have a rate for the full 30-year term. Mm -hmm. But if they're in an adjustable rate mortgage, you know, typically it's like a three or five or seven or 10-year time frame where the mortgage will be, or the rate, I'm sorry, will be at a lower than what the market rate is. But then what happens is after that time frame, it adjusts to whatever the market is. So sometimes there's payment shock there. So there's a little bit more risk involved Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. So most folks do... Um, get a get a fixed rate, right? Because yeah. there's a lot more security. You know what it is. You know what to expect each month mm-hmm. versus for a short period of time, maybe taking advantage of having a little bit lower of a payment than what you would have at a fixed rate. But then once it adjusts, I mean, it could go, you know, way higher than what it was um, before or it could go lower. I mean, like I said, it's just a numbers game. Depends, depends on, on where the market is mm-hmm. at that time. But um, that's the difference between uh, an arm and a, and a fixed rate. Then we went on to discuss uh, the difference between an appraisal and a home inspection. So the Mm -hmm. appraisal is when the lender sends out someone to determine the value of the property. Okay, Um, They're going to also make sure that there's a home there and it's deemed livable. Yeah. The home inspector, however, is going to go in and take a look at some of your major appliances. They're going to make sure that things are working properly in the home. They may go as far as, you know, doing observation of the roof and letting you know, you know, all the little 
things that could potentially go wrong. Yeah. Not that, you know, it's going, your home's about to fall apart, but they're just making you aware. So you know what you're walking into. Correct. And the appraisal is required by the lender. Home inspector is just highly recommended. Correct. So after we talked about the uh, appraisal and the home inspection, that led us into uh, the VA home loan and how many times uh, you can use your VA home loan. Yeah, yeah. So that was, a, I remember, a good topic that we discussed, mm-hmm. especially here in this area. Like we mentioned, there's a lot of a lot of military folks, big military presence here in the Hampton Roads area. Um, and that's something that, um, you know, I think is misunderstood is that you can actually use your VA home loan more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of folks that I know that I've spoken um, to, they normally say, hey, what's my first time buying a home? Even though I have that VA benefit, I'm going to wait and use it until I'm willing to settle down and have a family and mm-hmm. have that, that forever home is, is the, the term that I hear a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's ways to actually utilize your VA home loan with your first purchase. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can use it multiple times depending upon how much entitlement you have. And um, I mean, it's, it's different ways that you can definitely utilize the VA home benefit and it doesn't have to just be for your forever home. Yep. So then that led us into, okay, well, um, do you need excellent credit to buy a home? So technically, no, you don't need excellent credit. Excellent credit is for someone who has a credit score of what, 720 and higher? Yeah, I, say, I would 70, say 720, 740. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be considered excellent credit, and you can actually purchase a home with a, as little as a 600 credit score. And we may be able to make an exception for 580, depending on, you know, what's on your credit report. So you don't need excellent credit to buy a new home. That's correct. Now, you understand, though, if your credit, obviously what drives uh, interest rates is credit, though. So That's very want to make sure that you understand that, obviously, you're not playing in the same, uh, you know, same arena. <laughs> yeah, same arena. As, like, if you have a 740 credit score and someone has a 600 credit score, you can buy a home at the same price point, but your payment's going to be different mm-hmm. because the interest rate for a person that's 740 is going to be substantially better than a person that's 600. So you're going to have to obviously pay for, you know, not having such a strong credit score, but it doesn't disqualify you from being able to still acquire that home and purchase that home. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. And then hopefully, you know, when you purchase the home, it, it may boost your credit. So then later you could that's refinance. A that's a good point. You know, so that's something that, that you can also think about because I know that when I purchased my home, my very first home, um, for the very first time, it boosts my credit tremendously. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so, you know, as we talked about credit, that led us into how, well, how long when we pull credit for you and we figure out what your credit scores are, how long does the credit report last? Yeah, so the credit report typically lasts 90 to 120 days, mm-hmm. um, typically 120 days, just depending on the, the loan product. Um, but it does, you know, allow a substantial amount of time to, you know, ha- you know, to, to happen, right? So I know mm-hmm. a lot of times folks, you know, when they apply, they think, hey, does that mean I have to go ahead and buy the home right now? Or does that mean that um, I have to I, I'll have my credit pulled again in the next 30 days and that's actually not the, not the case, you mm-hmm. know, really, you know, as long as um, as long as you, you know, complete that purchase within that 120 day time frame, then we don't have to pull your credit again. Now, obviously, that doesn't disqualify you from not opening up new accounts and doing that thing while you're going through the home buying process, because that could change your debt to income. It could change the numbers. Um, so we do encourage folks do not do that. Um, but as far as how many times that your credit needs to be pulled or how long your credit report lasts, um, I mean, it's, it's four months. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
And so once we're looking at uh, how long that lasts, we also, let's say you close on a property. And like I said in an example earlier, um, if you close on a property and you see that your, um, your credit score is significantly increased, we asked, well, how long after a, pur after a purchase can you refinance? Yeah. So, and so, yeah, so it takes um, typically in most cases six months. Yeah, six months, man. So, um, I think I'm, the VA loan is like six payments, which is correct. It's close to six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close to six months. So. Yeah, yeah. It's close to six months, but yeah, yeah. In most cases, uh, depending on your loan type, you know, six months is kind of the number or the time frame that has to elapse before you can refinance. And you know, it's, it's funny, you know, that's not a very long time when you think about it, right? No. Because you know, once you move in and you get settled and all that, I mean, mm -hmm. that normally takes some people not even pack. You don't even finish unpacking. In six months, in most cases. Yeah. I mean, there's always a lingering box or two or three or four. Yeah. And so... And then you got furniture, and then you're trying to think about what you want to buy and put in certain correct. places. And next thing you know, six months has already happened. You yep. Know? So, yeah, six months is not a very long time. It's not. Um, especially in, um, in this market, I'm having a lot of those conversations with folks that are having to purchase now. Um, in this higher rate environment, you know, we're saying, hey, you know, you got to purchase. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, and then what we'll do is we'll keep looking at rates because, you know, this, you know, by the summertime, you know, you have the opportunity at that time now to refinance if it makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, six months is not a very long time. All right. And then we kept it going. Yeah. We, we kept kept rolling with credit. Yeah, man, we give all the, the, we're giving all the information to the yeah. juice and these folks, man. I hope they're tapping in and listening. <laughs> Definitely. So we so then with that led us into, okay, well, when we're pulling credit, is what's the difference between a hard pull and a soft pull? Yeah. And so a hard inquiry is what we use to determine your pre-approval for your mortgage. So we're taking a look at all three credit bureaus, um, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. A soft pull is almost like it gives us a, a like a, a snippet of what your credit is. It's not going to give us all three scores. It's not going to be a hard pull in your credit. It's, it, it, it tends to be somewhat accurate, right? Mm -hmm. But, of course, we can't issue a pre-approval with that soft pool. That's correct. That's so, correct. Yeah. Yep. So then we, um, we started to talk about, okay, well, now that we kind of fully covered uh, credit, mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we, we felt like you guys should have a, a good understanding as to what credit is, how it works, how good or bad it needs to be. Then we wanted to kind of talk about the difference between what a line of credit is and a loan. And so I remember, I, I do remember this conversation because I was um, I was tripping. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let you answer this one because I was going down. I was like I was going down this path over here. I wasn't on topic at all, and you had to correct me. So I'm gonna go ahead. I'm, I look. I learned my lesson. Go ahead. What what's so, the difference, Sophia? All right. So a line of credit is gonna be something that's open ended. So it's gonna be very similar to like your credit card, something that where they give you a limit, you spend you pay back and then it opens back up for you to use again. A loan is gonna be something like an auto loan or a mortgage. It has a set term and once you're finished, it's closed out and if you wanna borrow new funds, you have to reapply. So those, that's the difference between um, the line of credit and the loan. So you think of the line of credit being open because it's always revolving and then um, a loan is closed, closed ended because once it's done, you're, you're done paying it. Yeah. Yeah. I got that down now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you had it down that day, but it was just, I don't know, where were you at? Yeah, you wasn't in this room yeah, when we were talking about yeah. it. Your mind was somewhere else. Yeah, I was. I definitely was. <laughs> 
So then after that, I mean, we, you know, we wanted to talk about your interest rate and what the difference between your interest rate and the APR was. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, interest rate obviously is the rate um, that the financial institution or lending institution is charging uh, on the monies that they're lending you, right? So Based that's the, on your credit score. Ba- yeah, based <laughs> on your credit score, right? And also the market as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the market drives where interest rates are as well. So, yep. um, you know, that's a normally a, a fixed number. It's a number. And uh, like I said, it's normally fixed, you know, in most cases, unless you're choosing to, to be a little bit more riskier and, and get an arm or an adjustable rate. Um, but, yeah, the interest rate is strictly the rate on the money that is being lent to you. Now, the APR is the annual percentage rate. So that's going to factor in all of the costs that are associated with you buying the home. So, you mm-hmm. know, if you get in, you got to get an appraisal done, right, as we talked about. The you funding know, fee. Yeah, their funding fee, their origination charge as well for the lending institution to charge, you know, to actually do the loan, right? Discount you know, fees. Discount points, if there's any discount points mm-hmm. that are involved in that situation. So all those fees that are associated with you purchasing that home, those are taken um, into consideration when it comes to figuring out what your APR is. And so that's why you'll typically see the APR be a little bit higher than the actual interest rate itself. And the interest rate, honestly, is the more important number to pay attention to because that's going to be what you're going to pay over time. Now, APR is important, too, because that's going to tell you, you know, depending upon how far the interest rate and APR are from each other, that's going to tell you how much fees are being charged. Mm -hmm. And you typically don't want to, like, be over a full point when it comes to where your interest rate is to your APR. If it's somewhere in between that, then, you know, most cases, I mean, there's not, like, you know, any extra junk fees that are being thrown in there. but, Mm -hmm. But that's the main difference between the interest rate and the APR. Yeah. All right. So um, after we talked about the interest rate and the APR, um, we wanted to kind of ask you guys like, hey, are you required to use a certain lender? Are you required to use a certain real estate agent, a certain closing attorney or title company, um, certain insurance company? And we revealed that answer. And the answer was no. You actually get to shop lenders. You get to shop agents. Um, you get to pick out your title company. You get to pick out your or your closing attorney. You get to pick out your um, insurance company. Now, you have to be careful because with a real estate agent, they do have disclosures where you can agree to use them for a certain time frame. And then, of course, after you've chosen your lender and you've ordered your appraisal and done those things, you kind of probably want to stick with them so you don't have to repay for different fees because if you bought the appraisal with, let's say, ABC Bank and you decide to switch to XYZ Bank, sometimes that appraisal is not transferable. So it's kind of wise to kind of make your decision of what lender you want to go to or move forward with uh, once you've actually had that appraisal uh, order. But you can shop and decide who you want to use earlier in the process. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, after that, we talked about the utilization of rental income. Yeah, yeah, and that was a big topic. That was, was. one. Of, that was one of our more recent um, podcasts that we did, our episodes, mm-hmm. um, utilizing rental income. And, I mean, that's something that's huge, um, especially for folks that are looking to, you know, continue to purchase homes and not just, you know, have one home. Maybe they want to buy a second or third or fourth home. Um, you can utilize rental income, if that's what you're planning to do, to offset uh, the mortgage 
that if you're getting a mortgage on that home that you're purchasing, mm -hmm. so you're able to buy and have multiple homes, right? Because sometimes you may not be able to qualify because we look at your debt to income, right? Mm -hmm. So you may not be able to qualify having four or five or six different mortgages against your name, right? Because mm -hmm. we have to factor each mortgage payment because that's something that you're obligated to pay back over time. But if you have rent, if you're getting rental income for each one of those properties, that can offset that mortgage payment and we can utilize that. So now, you know, you may be in a situation where those mortgage payments are totally offset by the rental income. And so you're able to continue to buy more and more and more. So that's huge. That's a huge thing that, uh, that we definitely touched on not too long ago. Yes. Yeah. And so, um, of course, you know, the most important topic was uh, uh, the final topic. And uh, we wanted to make sure that uh, this person had a really good understanding of... <laughs> <laughs> terrible man <laughs> so i added this last one in here as a joke but um we definitely talked about if um brian knew the difference between caffeine uh, coffee and caffeine uh -huh. and uh i'll go ahead and let him answer the the question <laughs> did you did you get a chance <laughs> did i get a chance did you get a yeah, chance we spoke to understand our, yeah, what we the spoke, difference is yeah we spoke our piece on it back then you know what i'm saying like i told you why i don't drink coffee and you, know, you drink you highly caffeinated drinks, but I it's not the same. I don't drink highly caffeinated drinks. I drink what? water. I drink water. You look, what am I drinking? Oh, oh, shoot. What am I drinking right now? I drink water. Now, I will drink an occasional soda. You know what I mean? Nah, Sprite, preferably. We ain't talking about soda or Sprite. We talking about that Starbucks drink. Oh, that refresher? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a little pick-me-up. You know what I mean? But that's not coffee, though, okay. man. And again, it's, again, I told you the whole psychology of how uh -huh. my father and all that. Well, uh, it's clear to say he ain't learned his lesson. He yeah, don't know the difference. Yeah, I'm standing on that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It's clear to say that he does not know the difference. Yeah, so we one day. To, okay. One day yeah. you'll learn. Ah, okay. Anyway, like uh like you know, we appreciate all of you who've been listening up to this point. Um, you know, we wanted to kinda with this being the last episode of the year, we wanted to kinda just like wrap up everything that we've been talking about, kinda just touch on it, make sure that everyone's grasping it. It's been close to twenty episodes now. Mm -hmm. Um so we really wanted to make sure that you're Understanding the information, circle back, um, you know, as we prepare for this new year. Um, what do you have coming up, Sophia, coming up in this new year? Any, or I guess, you know, well. this weekend, new week, you know, all that good <laughs> stuff. What you got going on? So uh, this weekend, um, I think I said it earlier, I'm going to really, really try to get all my Christmas decorations down, get the house real night, nice and tidy and clean for the new year. I like to do that. I like okay. to cook a good meal. Um, on New Year's and then my daughter's birthday is next Thursday so I'm going to be having her a birthday dinner okay um, really excited about that so she's she's turning um, 14 okay um, she's we we started driving now so, oh wow yeah she's she's getting older then after that um, my husband's birthday is January 13th okay so it's like I go from Christmas to birthday to birthday, and mm. then my son's birthday is in February. <laughs> oh, wow! So, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just preparing for that. Um, I, I have a couple events coming up in the next couple weeks, so preparing for the, those, and then just pretty much mapping out next year, yeah, and really trying to get my goals in order and get everything like finalized so I can, and so it's not like a last minute thing. So that's okay. really. What I've been looking to do, and what I have coming up. That's awesome. You? That's awesome. Um, well, 
for actual New Year's, because New Year's is this weekend, um, you know, just kind of relaxing, to be honest with you, reflecting, spending time with the family. Um, you know, I haven't, normally for New Year's, I don't really do much. I used to I used to go to church on New Year's, and then I used to, like, um, you know, party and all that stuff back in the day. But now I kind of keep it just in the house. I normally get, like, a bottle of champagne or something and just kind of, you know, celebrate that way just, you know, amongst, you know, my immediate family here at the home. Mm-hmm. Um, this this year I'm actually making a brisket, which I'm looking forward to. Um, I haven't done that before, so I'm looking to looking forward to doing that. I mean, I smoked this uh, this brisket for like 16 hours, so it's going to be you know in there for a long time in my smoker. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'll probably have a couple of the fellas and you know the families come over and um, you know eat on it, tell me what they think. Um, but yeah, I mean 2023, I'm really looking for. I have a lot of goals set for 2023. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I know that it's a lot of uncertainty in our industry right now. A lot of things going on. Um, folks trying to figure out what's going on, what's next. Um, but I know one thing that I'm always going to do is work hard and continue to put my best foot forward every single day. So I'm really looking forward to doing that, spending time with my family, and um, just continue to to you know grow um, as a person, you know, as a man, and um, in my community. So I'm just really looking forward to to what the year has to come. All right. Yeah. yeah so um, typically we have a quote of the day. Yeah. But. Um, and we got to do exercise our knowledge to answer, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. yeah. We do. So um, earlier in the segment, um, I asked, when the lender calculates the debt-to-income ratio, do we consider utility bills, like your electric bill, gas bill, cell phone, and things like that? Um, and the drum roll, final drum roll Final drum roll, yeah. All right, guys. So the answer to that is no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we do not calculate utilities and things of that nature when it comes to not. your debt to income and qualifying. You know, so we really count just your your credit driven um, debts, debts, right? Mm-hmm. Or even just money. You know, debts that you've been lent, even private. You know, money that's been lent to you. So if you get like a private loan that you're obligated to pay back or if you get or a, if you pay child support or alimony we correct. consider yeah, that that's a big one yeah 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 so we we, we, we consider that but when yeah. it comes to utilities and things of nature those things typically fluctuate um when it comes to how much it is and as far as the time frame also fluctuates and things of that nature and those are just kind of like needed things and so that's why they have um the debt to income at a certain amount which is typically around 50 percent um so half of your income um, can cover the the new payment and then also the current debts that you have, right? And so they allow the other fifty percent to be accounted for when it comes to uh, the other frivolous utilities and you know cell phones and you know water and cable and all the other good stuff. So that's correct. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. And so, like I was getting ready to say, <laughs> <laughs> typically we have um, a quote of the day, but I think that um, this time we should. Uh, Come up with it from the top of our head. Oh what man! You say? Um, dang, I don't really have very much. I mean, just honestly, this is a. It's been a great year. It has. Uh, one of the best years of my life, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, really, you know, just excited for all the things that happened this year. I'm looking forward to to next year and many years to come of you know just God's made grace. Made some big purchases this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made some big purchases, man. Just um, like I said, my kids have been growing. Um, you know, everything. I mean, like, it's just, I'm just, just ecstatic, man, looking at uh, where things were at the beginning of the year to now. I mean, it's definitely moving the ball in the right direction. So um, all I'm going to say is just keep pushing forward. 
you know, with whatever you have in life, whatever your goals are, uh, whatever you're uh, you know, wanting to accomplish. Uh, like I said, all that always continue. Uh, the ingredient in all that is always work. You yes. know what I mean? So you got to figure out exactly what you want to do, and then you just got to go every day, you know, to put your best foot forward towards it. So I'm and just really looking forward to what the new year comes. Yep. Yeah, and what I, you know, what, what I want to say is, is, you know, speak positivity into your life. You know, always stay positive. Even when things are going wrong, just speak, you know, your next gain ahead. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, keep the gratitude high. Be grateful for what you do have. Yeah. Speak affirmations into your life. And I think that with those keynotes, you will definitely get by. Yeah. And then you'll be able to look back and say, I did that. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, that's all the time. <laughs> like, I, I lost my train of thought for a second there. That's all the time that we have for you today. Please follow me on IG and Facebook. My name is SKB underscore mortgage. Brian's is B Roy Star on both uh, Facebook and yeah, well, um, Instagram, B. Roy Star. Facebook is just as simply as my name, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, last name, Royster, R-O-Y-S-T-E-R. Um, and, yeah, that's that's it. So we'll, uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next year. <laughs> <laughs>